0: Hello, this is Tennessee Bill, and welcome back to What We Saw: Tales from the Bigfoot Community. We hope you've enjoyed the episodes you've heard so far, and if you have, share it with your friends. These podcast episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, and many others. Brought to you by WilliamC.com, where you can find other collections and works by yours truly, Tennessee Bill. Produced by Greenfly Productions. Episode 6, Randy. Dear listener, In order for this publication to be suitable for a wide audience and to minimize crass language, references to certain romantic activities have been censored and replaced with the phrase, tenderly smooch. During the dialogue, when you encounter a variation of the words, tenderly smooch, Remember, they represent the vigorous, intense, and highly enjoyable activity that intimate partners sometimes enjoy. Sincerely, Tennessee Bill "'Come hang out at my place,' said Randy. "'How soon you gotta be somewhere?' "'We have a week off, and we're both booked for the Central Kansas Bigfoot Gathering, but I guess we're free till then,' said Jerry. "'Dude, come on! We'll have a blast! Come hang out at my cabin!' I've got a loft where you can stay and a hot tub. Do you have to go to work? Yeah, I'll have three 12-hour shifts, but y'all can just hang out while I'm gone. You live in Southern Illinois, right? Yep, just outside of Marion. Jerry and Poir weren't sure if a small cabin in rural Illinois would be appealing, but Randy's description of beautiful woods and a hot tub piqued their curiosity. Jerry looked at her for signs of hesitance But she indicated she was game with a subtle nod so their caravan rolled along from west virginia to marion illinois they were surprised to find randy's cabin in the woods to be a beautiful two-story log cabin it was surrounded by trees and overlooked a creek a hot tub steamed in the backyard and was surrounded by tiki torches inside the polished wood interior was immaculately clean and the walls were adorned with old musical instruments and early music memorabilia. It was like a museum. The loft was a second floor that consisted of a quaint bedroom and a collection of vintage upright basses. "'Randy, your place is beautiful,' said Poir. Randy waved off the compliment. That night, Randy built a bonfire and played early string band music from loudspeakers hung in the trees. He had procured a few jars of moonshine from Eddie, "'during their visit and passed one around. "'What did you think of Eddie's story? "'Was your video good?' asked Randy. "'Man, it was great. "'It's just the kind of stuff I'm looking for.' "'I told you it'd be good. "'Too bad he never got any footage.' "'We could reenact it,' said Jerry. "'Really?' "'Yeah, totally. "'It would take some doing. "'We'd need a location and maybe a Bigfoot costume, "'but it could be done.' Dude, I'm down. We can shoot it right here. Use my cabin. Man, I've got a Chewbacca costume we could use. Jerry considered it. It could be done. You think you could act out the part? I know I could. When would you want to do it? Whenever you wanted. Tomorrow? Sure. Randy was on fire with excitement. He immediately ran into the house and seized any pertinent costumes and props he could think of. Randy, who's going to play Eddie? Man, I'll call J.D. Rogers. The butt guy? Yep. He lives about 45 minutes away, and I know he ain't doing nothing. Jerry was suddenly thrust into planning the shoot as Randy texted J.D. and a cast was on its way. Before he could even set up his camera and study the correct angles to accommodate the natural light, Randy was running around in a wookie suit gathering stones to throw. When J.D. pulled into Randy's driveway, he tried his best to figure out the cockamamie idea being explained to him. But Randy soon had him dressed in cowboy-esque attire. You want me to do what? said J.D. You're going to run out onto the porch and shout at a Sasquatch that's throwing rocks at you. Here, take this old shotgun and take a shot at him when Jerry points at you. Aim at the trees! Randy had morphed into a hyperactive director as his plan came together. Jerry stood atop a ladder and framed the door of the porch J.D. was to run out of. Okay, Jerry, shout action when you're ready. Jerry optimized the settings as best he could. Action! Randy began heaving stones against the wall of the house. Randy, that's going to tear the shit out of your siding. No, man, easy fix. Okay, J.D., come on out shouted Randy. J.D. opened the door with genuine fright. What the hell are you doing? Just then, a bowling ball-sized dirt clod barely missed his head. Jerry was pointing for him to shoot the shotgun, and J.D. blasted one into the trees just before Randy let loose a chunk of wood at the door. J.D. ducked back inside. Cut, said Jerry. Randy collapsed on the ground in laughter. I don't know if you got any footage, but that was the funniest shit I ever saw hooted Randy. Get ready, J.D., we're going to do it again. Hell no, shouted J.D. Come on, man, you did great, said Randy. You nearly cracked my skull. Nah, I missed you by six inches. Jerry found another angle from the ground in the viewfinder. We need to go again right now so we have the same light, said Jerry. If you hit me with a rock, I'm going to shoot you for real. Hey, man, close your eyes when you shoot that old thing. I'm surprised it didn't fly apart when it went off. It ain't been shot in 50 years. What? Places, said Jerry. J.D. went back inside. Action! Randy resumed chunking clods. This time J.D. was a bit more cautious and appeared more angry than scared. Get the hell out of here, screamed J.D. before firing off a smoky boom from the old shotgun. That was great, said Jerry. One more. Once the confrontation take was done, Jerry set up to film over Randy's furry shoulder as he threw rocks at J.D., who was pointing the shotgun at him. Jerry followed Randy as he performed various acts of destructive mayhem around the place. Jerry was careful to avoid filming anything but the Wookiee's arm and shoulder. Randy threw rocks, turned over barrels, and tore siding from the house until Jerry was sure that he had enough footage to piece together a suitable reenactment of Eddie's story. J.D., you gotta be a preacher now, said Randy who ran inside and snatched an old Bible. Here, take this. In no time, he had everyone loaded into his UTV and was driving them to one of the clearings on his property. Jerry set up the camera while Randy instructed J.D. on how to cast out a demonic Bigfoot. I ain't no preacher. Just say it, J.D. Hold up the Bible when you do and say it like you're mad. Action, said Jerry. All you vile apes of the dark, You who are called Sasquatch, in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave this place and never return. Return to the deep pit of hell from whence you came. That's great. Do it again, J.D. Let me get another angle, instructed Jerry. J.D. spoke more powerfully each time. After a few takes, everyone loaded into Randy's UTV and repeated the scene at three other spots. At the end of the day, Jerry had lots of great footage. In addition to the crazy encounter stories he'd collected previously, he now had great reenactment footage. He realized his next challenge would be editing the sequences together. Jerry and Poir stayed at Randy's a few more days, enjoying the serene location, the loft and the hot tub. On their second day there, Randy hollered up to the loft, I gotta go to work today, but I'll be back this evening. Y'all make yourselves at home. There's frozen pieces in the fridge. When they heard Randy's truck leave the driveway, they took the moment of seclusion to tenderly smooch in the comfortable bed of the loft. Afterward, they got into the hot tub, where they tenderly smooched again. After that, they went into the house, drank a few of Randy's beers, and tenderly smooched on his couch. They then had a tender smooch on the stairs before returning to the hot tub for another round of sensual tender smooching. As their day of tender smooching went on, they figured Randy would be home soon, so they had one more tender smooch shortly before he returned. I'm back, he said as he returned from his workday. Poir was resting in the bed upstairs while Jerry was preheating the oven to cook them all a frozen pizza when Randy walked in. Did y'all get into anything fun? No, not really. We mostly napped. Far could hear the words they were saying, but could not see Jerry pantomiming to Randy. Jerry raised his eyebrows and used a few pelvic thrusts and a double thumbs up to let Randy know he had enjoyed a day of frequent tender smooching and to thank him for the use of the charming cabin. Randy nodded a silent, you welcome, and extended a congratulatory fist bump Jerry, I've been thinking, said Randy. Uh-oh. Yeah, let's say, for shits and giggles, that Eddie's right, and Bigfoot is a demon. Well, that's kind of hard to accept, but I'll entertain you. Well, fine, but if he is a demon, and can be rebuked like Eddie said, then maybe he could be summoned. What are you getting at? Well, so Eddie was trying to make the Sasquatches go away, so he rebuked them in the name of Jesus. According to him, demons have to obey a command if it's given in the name of Jesus. Oh no, I think I know where you're going with this. Dude, we could do it. Summons a Bigfoot? Yep, if Eddie's right, a Squatch would have to obey us if we summoned him in the name of Jesus. What are you going to do if we conjure up a demonic Bigfoot and he starts beating the shit out of us? Well, first of all, that won't happen. But if it did, we would just rebuke him back to hell. Maybe we should ask Eddie, Jerry suggested. Randy texted Eddie. Eddie, we have a question for you. If a Squatch can be rebuked, can he also be summonsed? Within a minute... Randy's phone dinged with a string of replies. "'Do not do it,' Eddie replied. "'You would be summoning a demon,' said the second text. "'You would be asking for a demon to come to you. "'You would regret it for the rest of your life,' said a third. "'Dude, Eddie says it would work, and don't even consider it. "'That means we gotta do it. "'I don't think I could bring myself to do something so insane.' "'We could film it,' said Randy, and this made Jerry pause. "'If we were to film it, who could we get to do it?' "'Man, I could! Dude, I went to one of those Pentecostal tent meetings once "'and saw a preacher casting out demons. I'll do just what he did, "'except reel them in instead of casting him out!' "'Do you have enough costumery to pull it off? Can you dress as a priest?' Oh, yeah, I'll dress up like the preacher at the tent meeting. Well, if you can do the acting, I'll do the filming. Yes! It's dark out now, but if you want to do it in the morning, I'll be ready. Randy darted like a chipmunk on speed rummaging through old boxes, preparing a preacher's get-up. He was still working on it when Jerry went to bed. In the morning, Jerry got up, and walked to the cabin's kitchen for a cup of the coffee he smelled. Randy was already up. Morning, brother!' said Randy, handing Jerry a filled cup of coffee. "'Holy shit! What have you done?' Randy was nearly unrecognizable. "'You shaved your beard!' "'Yes, brother, a man of God must face the world bare-chinned as he casteth out the demons of the unclean Squatch!' Where did you get that hair? It's good, huh? I got it at the Country Music Hall of Fame auction. Man, it's one of Hank Snow's old toupees. (laughs) A few minutes later, Poir woke and made her way to the coffee pot when she saw the two of them. What in the hell are you two doing? Good morning, sister. Have a cup of coffee as we prepare our spirits to summoneth the Squatch, preached Randy. Have y'all lost your minds? Yes, I think so, said Jerry. Good sister, I'll tell you today is the day when you shall witness great things among men and furry beasts. For he who can be rebuketh can also be summonseth. Jerry, is he saying what I think he's saying? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Put on your shoes, brothers and sisters. The UTV of glory awaits to carry us to the tarrying ground of the demonic Squatch, continued Randy. And you are going to go along with this, Jerry? Well, somebody has to hold the camera, said Jerry. You better put your shoes on. I don't think I can hold him back. Holy shit. This has been... What We Saw, Tales from the Bigfoot Community. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Join us next time for more adventures of Jerry, Quar, and Randy. Brought to you by Global Heritage Books and Greenfly Productions.